Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Very Blunt Adult Conversation Podcast, the VBAC, where I, your host, Leah Middleton, will be discussing an array of issues that we have here in America in a very blunt manner. If you, in some way, shape, or form, are allergic to bluntness or just explicit language, I would behoove you to exit the podcast now. We and if you if you have a child, please come on, please, please don't don't let them listen to this. But anyways, let's get on with today's show. Okay, so today's topic I want to talk about is the latest interview of Michelle Obama. This woman. This woman was the first lady. This woman was the wife of a U.S. president. But somehow, this woman wants me to believe that she is still worried for her two daughters who have who have had every bit of privilege that any, any girl could ever possibly receive here while in America. But yeah, I'm somehow supposed to believe that her daughters, the most privileged children on this planet, well, at least black children on this planet are at risk of being shot down by a police. I'm sorry. I have never heard any insanity about this from any prior president. I don't think not one president at any point of their time thought that anything would happen um, to their children. A, because they are provided security for the rest of their lives and their face, everyone on this planet knows their face. They're, they're, they're that popular. I mean, these kids are, they're quite infamous. I think, honestly, Michelle has fed into the narrative that so many of these Democrat party or Democrat politicians are pushing. And to be honest, this is one of the main reasons why when Obama and Michelle got elected, I didn't see this as some, oh, this is a new, this is something that's going to be great for the black community, or we're going to finally get out of you know poverty. They're, they're going to do so much for the black community. And to be honest, I didn't see how they possibly could. For those who don't know, who are outside of America, um, I am a black female. And I will have to tell you this. There are times when you have to put on your black face and there's times where you have to put on your friendly white face. And what I mean by that is that, you know, back in the day, you know, when you're hanging out with your homies, when you're hanging out with people from your community, your family, they act a, a different way and act a different in different manner, mannerisms around each other. When you go to work, you know, you don't want to offend, you know, the white people and all that sort of stuff. You want to assimilate. You want to blend in. You want to become, 
um, a coworker that they can rely on. So you tend to switch up yourself. Um, I mean, but in, in any instance, I think a lot of people do this regardless of the situation. You know, there's a time and a place for everything. And in America, a lot of black people back then knew this. Uh, I feel like a lot of black people now don't really understand that. Or, uh, or I feel like the ones that do, you know, they've been in corporate America. They know these things. They've been around business. Like, like, I'm sorry to, you know, I'm sorry that a lot of black people don't know this, but, um, <sighs> black people in America tends to be, tend to be more of a consumer type um, society. And a lot of, you know, whites, Asians, they, they have seen this, you know, blacks like to spend money instead of just keeping money and, um, investing their money and all this other stuff, you know, due to, um, their culture on, unfortunately is a very toxic culture and is something that I was never initially taught. I saw this later on in life and realized that's not what I wanted, but, you know, going back to Michelle, Michelle wants to feed into the narrative that, you know, blacks in this country are at risk still of being hunted down by the police and all this other stuff. Yet she says nothing on the actual relations that act um, between black people that happen in, in black communities. She says nothing about this. She wants me to be more afraid of the cops than to be afraid of my black neighbor. And to be honest, and the most people that I've been hurt by have not been whites, have not been Hispanics, have not been Asians. It has actually been my own people. There's times where I don't even want to be around black people. I'm so, my guard is always up because not only have strangers, um, black strangers hurt me, but I've also had black family members hurt me. So when they say black on black crime or, um, I'm at more risk of being gunned down and hurt by someone who is black. It is a real, a reality. This is not fiction. So, but yeah, Michelle wants you to believe that that is, you know, contrary to, um, that what, whatever I believe right now, it's not, it's, it's nowhere near the reality of what she wants to depict to America. Well, at least to a black America. And, you know, the funniest thing is, I'm going to play this clip. It's actually from Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Not a lot of, you know, well, I wouldn't say say this, but as of late, um, a lot of the um, TV shows for Blacks in the past decade or so have drastically I should say the content of it has drastically declined so back in the day you know we had Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Living Color Living Single black shows that that promoted you know black excellence in the form of getting educated and all this other having a family a nuclear family having children and teaching your children right from wrong and also standing up um, for your rights, standing up and knowing what your rights are. So there's this one clip, I'm going to play it over, over on, over the microphone, but it's of, um, from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and it's with Uncle Phil and Aunt Vivian at the police station telling them, you know, Hey, I know my rights. I know my kids' rights. They are, you, you detain them. 
and without representation, you didn't even call their parents and all this other stuff. You had blacks who were not afraid of the cops who actually knew their rights um, and didn't show this sort of behavior or sort of this fear that Michelle Obama right now thinks that all of black America needs to have. So I want you to hear this play. I'm going to play this right here. And then I'm going to continue talking. Did you ask your wife to calm down? Calm yourself, Barney Fife. <laughs> now, officers, I'm sure we can clear this whole matter up quite easily. Could you please sit down? We're busy now. Oh, honey, we're about to get very busy. <laughs> Good news, Mr. Firth. Your car is safe and sound, and we've got the perpetrators. Those aren't the perpetrators. Those are my partner's son and nephew. Partner? Legal partner. I've got a few questions for you. When you got this alleged confession from these two young men, did they have a lawyer present? No, because I'm their lawyer. Did you notify their parents? No, because we're their parents. So, officer, don't tell us to wait, and don't tell us to sit down. Just open that damn cell and let those two boys out of there. I'm going to tie this place up with so much litigation that your grandchildren are going to need lawyers. All right, now, so when you hear that, I'm like, how is it that a TV show, a TV show, can teach me how to stand up for myself, can teach me who I should be afraid of who, and who I shouldn't be afraid of, and teach me values, teach me how to become a product of society. How is it that a TV show can do this? But yet, oh, especially during a time where, you know, during the 90s, when we had the 94 crime bill, black people were just getting locked up left and right. You, you had so many more TV shows during all this time that did not dwell on these, um, the actual reality that was going on in America and well, in black America. Instead, a lot of these TV shows are promoting black excellence, you know, blacks getting educated, blacks going to school, blacks just trying to make it in the city, make it into the world, corporate world, having a better, just make, having a better life. Yet you don't see these shows anymore. Well, as of late, maybe in the past couple of years, we, we've had blackish and mixish and then the neighbors, but, and, and those all show nuclear families, but for a very long time, after Fresh Prince of Bel-Air stopped, which is funny when you think about this in America. So I can leave America and go to Canada and the UK and I can get the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. However, if I come to America, there's no such thing as Fresh Prince of Bel-Air available on Netflix. There's no shows besides the ones I just mentioned, Blackish, Mixes, and The Neighbors that show positive, um, positive Black family um, um, influence, um, influence. There's not that many. You have love and hip hop. You have um, just ratchetness, the Batgirls Club, all this other shit. So that had been, you know, promoted and being and then was being pushed out for a better part of the you know last decade. And the effects that it has had on our community is drastic. It's it's dire. But yet, you know, so many people when. Michelle and Barack Obama came into office, they thought that they were going to do great things for the black community. And I saw this a long time ago. No, there weren't. And the sad truth is this. They had to put on their corporate black face and toe the line. If they ever wanted to see another black president or black female, black um, uh, male, uh, anyone become a president, they had to show that they can toe the line. 
And I don't give a damn what anybody says. A lot of people might call me a coon. A lot of people might call me a race traitor. But, but it's like that man did nothing for our community. He didn't even give money to, uh, to the HBCUs. And a matter of fact, he took money away from HBCUs. So y'all want to sit here and tell me that he did something great for Americans, especially black America. This man did nothing for black America. And, you know, just like the girl said in Topher's, in Topher's song, you know, and I'm just going to play this. Get them back to the truth. A black liberal ain't nothing but a house Negro. I said it. I just said it. Drop the ball. Boom. A black liberal ain't nothing but a house Negro. See that nonsense I totally 100% agree with her. If you can't stand up to the people that tell that would tell you who aren't even who don't even look anything like you if you are not willing to stand up to these people who are willing to tell you how to live your life instead of you actually living it for yourself then you deserve a master you don't deserve to be free at all and every anything that comes from it you deserve it so you know black america the ones who you know um idolize michelle and barack y'all need to wake up you got millionaires telling you how you should feel a victim. Yeah, you are poor and they're rich. Michelle has a, t uh, a contract on Netflix. You think you, you really seriously think that she can somehow relate to the black community? No, the fuck she can't. Not now. So it's like, wake up. Why are you listening to her talk about the safety of her well-protected, very well-known children? very well-educated children, very well-off children. Why the fuck would you listen to her? Why? And Michelle, you need to do better. You need to fucking do better. And I'm pretty sure you didn't get to where you are if your parents lectured you about how oppressed you are. You didn't get to, to where you are if your parents didn't believe in you or if you didn't, you yourself didn't believe in your, in, in your ability to even get out of poverty. So don't sit here and tell the American people or at least the black Americans that we should be afraid, that we should listen to you. Because I'll tell you right now, I was never told or taught growing up that I should fear the police. I never had this conversation with my mom and dad before they, you know, before they passed away. Um, I do have my surrogate parents now, but my, my adopted parents were black. They never once gave me that lecture. I never once saw the police as some sort of opposition that I should fear. But yet, you know, it wasn't until I came into foster care where the people, yeah, I did see that there were bad police officers, but the majority of them were not. The majority of them, when I could, when they should have thrown the book at me for being a disobedient and or just a belligerent, uh, belligerent, um, you know, foster care youth, they could have thrown the book at me. But they had compassion on me. The courts had compassion on me, and they gave me a chance. And you know what? I took that chance and I said, "Thank you. I'm not gonna fuck up, and my life is." better now because I learned from those mistakes and I didn't see the police as my enemy. But when you are teaching so many of those in our black community that the police are your opposition, this is something that you should fear. How will there ever, ever, ever be cohesion? 
there will never be cohesion. So, you know, and to me, that only signifies to me that you really don't give a fuck about the black community because the only thing that are keeping these black communities from going into complete chaos is the police. You have more black on black crime in inner cities than anything. But you still want me, you still want to convince me somehow that I should be scared of the cops. I should still be, I should be afraid of the cops, but not my own neighbor. Okay. All right. You know, uh, I I really don't know what to say. I thought, I, I don't know. I thought the foolery and the fuckery of the Obama's, um, era was gone. Um, but I, I'm sorely mistaken. I, I was sorely mistaken about that. And honestly, I hope a lot of Americans or African Americans wake up, wake up, do not listen to these fuckers who are well off, who are so far removed from your reality. Don't listen to them. They don't have the same problems as you. Like, the, you know how they say more money is more problems? More money, don't, more problems does not equate to your problems. I promise you that. There's problems that they deal with that you will never, ever deal with. And there's problems that that you deal with that they will never, ever deal with. Why? Because they have privilege. So wake up. Stop listening to these people simply because they're black. Look at their actions, look at who they are, and then come to your conclusion of whether or not what they are making, whether or not what they are saying makes sense to you. Because everything that she's fucking saying right now, if this whole America was, you know, still systemically racist, then those two fuckers should have never became um, Mr. and Mrs. President. Never. Just think about that. Logically, if it was systemically racist, if America was systemically racist, how could there have ever have been a black president and a black fucking first lady? Anyways, I'm getting off. My 15 minutes are up. I really didn't curse this time because, well, I'm just, you know, I don't like it when, you know, I don't like it when those who are black try to keep those who are black down. I don't like it. I had that's like, oh, I have an issue with those people. Like you are about as wicked to me as a KK motherfucking K. So like, stop doing that to one another. Let's actually uplift each other and stop with all this fucking rhetoric that you know is false. Anyways, I'm signing out until next time. You know, stay blunt and be bold. Call that shit out. All right. Have a good day, everybody. And God bless.